0: Do you want to test for breath ketones and need a breath ketone analyzer to do that? Then let me introduce you to the first reusable breath ketone analyzer. It's called Ketonix, K-E-T-O-N-I-X. Ketonix.com is their website. And you've heard me talking about them here for years. And now they have a brand new technology that I think you're going to like. It's the Ketonix Bluetooth with battery. This is the latest version of Ketonix that's coming out here in 2017. It connects with the latest iOS and Android software and it's available for mobile devices like smartphones and tablets. It is a reusable instrument that can be used thousands of times and you can record your breath ketones locally on your mobile device, smartphone, tablet, or online account at ketonics.com. You can anonymously contribute your data to studies of ketogenic diets. So again, it's the brand new Ketonics Blue to, head on over to ketonics.com and get the latest and greatest version of ketonics
1: Hi, I'm Christine Moore, Jimmy Moore's wife, and I'm here today to tell you about the Nutritional Therapy Association and why I decided to go through their Nutritional Therapy Practitioner Program. I figured, well, this will be a great opportunity for me to maybe possibly be able to help people with their nutritional issues and anything that they might be going through. Just the thought of me having to learn stuff again, it was intimidating. I didn't think that I would be able to do it. didn't think, that I would be able to retain the stuff that I was learning and I would have a hard time on the quizzes and the tests. The NTA is looking for more keto practitioners. They believe in real food. They do not frown upon good healthy fats. They believe that they should be a healthy part of the diet. The most gratifying part of the program has been getting to meet a bunch of like-minded people who are interested in nutrition. A lot of us came into this program with health issues of our own that we wanted to try to fix the material that we're learning is just absolutely incredible I thought I knew a lot about nutrition but going through this program there's so much more to it than what I actually knew we learn about anatomy and physiology so we learn about how things work in the body how vitamins and minerals affect the body so it's just been a great program anyone should do this program it's a nine-month program that can pretty much fit into anybody's schedule i mean we have people that have children full-time jobs going through this so it's very flexible with your schedule if you're thinking about it and not sure i would highly recommend you go through it join the nutritional therapy association today at nutritionaltherapy.com
0: Coming up in episode 1309, Leah Williamson and Kara Halderman
1: connecting and educating and making the world a more informed and healthier place. You're listening to the Live and Levita Low Carb Show with Jimmy Moore. You've helped change so many lives and give us all the courage to take on the rest of the world. This is the longest running
0: health podcast on the air today. You've done so much to spread the word about how diet matters. Over 1,000 episodes strong and counting. The amount of lives that you've changed at this point is incalculable. And now, here's our host and international best-selling author, you're like the LL Cool J of Podcast. Jimmy Moore. Hey, hey guys, we're back here on the Living Labida Low Carb Show with Jimmy Moore, and today I am very privileged to welcome to the podcast two wonderful ladies, and they are wonderful. I've met them both in person and actually did something for them that I've never done for any other people. Uh, these two people I'm about to introduce to you actually took over one of my podcasts that I used to do. Do you remember Low Carb Conversations? Well, a lot of you tell me that you still listen and that you love Kara Halderman and Leah Williamson hosting that show now, but the show lives on in you two, and I'm so happy to have you here today on the Live and La Vida Low Carb Show. Welcome, ladies.
1: Yay, thank, you. thank you.
0: And I have to say, it is like super-duper early in the morning for Kara what is it? Six a.m. Oh, yeah. and it's six a.m. later at night for Leah because she lives in Australia in Brisbane, right?
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: And it's so, nine p.m. here. Nine p.m. So yeah, so and I'm at seven a.m. So we're kind of all over the world today. That may be why I sound a little funnier. It may be why I say something I regret later. I'm just kidding. So <laughs> no, we, we have a lot of fun, and it's always cool to get on people. Uh, that are doing podcasting. And quite frankly, you guys have done a phenomenal job taking over. When, when I needed to let that go to do other projects, and I was like basically looking for people to take it over that I could trust, all I knew was, Leah, you were going to be the first one, because I knew you very well. And then, Kara, you convinced me. Uh, you know, After I heard you and saw what you wanted to do with the show, I said, yeah, this is the second one. And you two hit it off. But before we kind of get into the show and and how you guys kind of format it now, let's start with you, Kara. Tell us who you are, and and both of you also have a special place in my heart because you're both NTPs, nutritional therapy practitioners, of which my wife, Christine, is about to be one in less than three months. So it's it's kind of cool uh, seeing other people out there that are using this modality. But Kara, tell us your story.
3: Awesome. Well, thanks for all the kind words. So sweet. Yeah, I basically begged you to have the show via did, email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so glad that my tactics work. And yeah, it's a little early. So, excuse my morning voice. If you listen to the show, you'll know that it's usually 6 p.m. after dinner time that we record. So, I'm a little more warmed up. But yeah, I'm Kara. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner. Um, who I am basically my life revolves around this podcast. I do some nutrition work on the side for a functional medicine doctor as well. And just trying to break in all of my nutritional skills as possible. I grew up really sick and ill. um, Nothing like diagnosable, but I was I never felt up to my full potential in health. I always had sinus infections and I had mono that kind of set me back a lot in school. It prevented me from making a lot of friends. In college, it was really the same story. My symptoms just manifested and I had tons of digestive issues and chronic infections that never seemed to go away. And of course, your gut health
0: was out of whack.
3: Oh, yeah. And as an NTP, we, we all know how important gut health really is. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you know now, Jimmy. I <laughs> know I,
0: it too well, actually. So I feel true. like I should get an NTP after my name after this.
3: <laughs> you really should. You probably went through all the studying, all no, of No,
0: she's been a rock star. She's but I, If I hear Gray Graham one more time, I'm going to scream. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I love Gray. gray.
3: <laughs> I know. He's great. And... But basically, I had to figure out on my own, you know, how do I improve my health? Because I got to the point in college where I was so sick, my stomach issues were so poor that I couldn't go to class anymore. I was depressed. Um, I couldn't keep up with my friends Just because my health was so bad. I had to drop out. I had to move back home with my parents, which is like shameful for a 19-year-old to do. Like no 19-year-old girl wants to move back in with their parents, you know? So I was determined. I was like, okay, I have to figure this out. Turns out I had over 30 ulcers in my small intestine. Wow. I had... Gluten allergies, I dairy allergies, all of the food allergies. I came across a paleo food blog one day, and I tried it out for myself, and it completely changed my life. Turned my health around within, like, six months. Um, I was a completely different person, and I knew this was health and nutrition was really something that I had to pursue, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. And in some ways I still don't know what I want to do. So a lot of experimentation going on. You're still young.
0: You'll figure it out.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah. And it's a process, but I did find the Nutritional Therapy Association because I never really had a whole lot of luck in college. Um, I went to a whole lot of colleges because I was trying to find the best nutrition degree, but I quickly realized that the public school system, the what they teach for nutrition is not what I wanted to learn. Right. So I'm so happy that I found the NTA. It resonated with me so well, and it's been the best education I could ask for. And then this podcast came along and... Really, it's opened so many doors of opportunities in my life, and I'm so grateful, and I finally feel like I'm fulfilling a a small piece of my journey as a nutritionist, so that's basically it.
0: And you're doing a great job with it, and you said, Kara, that you started Paleo. Where did low-carb come into the picture?
3: Totally. So I in the beginning I was paleo, but I ate a whole lot of fruit. That's kind of what you do in the beginning, you know, you transition from a high carb lifestyle into paleo and you eat more paleo carbohydrates. Um, but I found keto I think I was honestly just Googling and YouTubing and I came across Leanne Vogel and your book, Keto Clarity, and then Mm -hmm. Maria Emmerich, and I just kinda dove right in and It kind of changed my whole life, pretty much. This was around a year ago, and I went super—I guess you could call it—hardcore keto, and I got to experience what that was like. That was like 20 grams of carbs or less. And now there's this whole movement of keto for women, like with Leanne Vogel and Sean Miner, and adapting that. Yeah, yeah, and. That has also now changed my life because I'm realizing that I don't need to be so rigid with my carbohydrates. As a woman, it's better to be a little bit more cyclical and be in touch with like your intuition and what you feel like your body really needs. And I resonate with that so much. But adopting more of a lower carb diet has given me way more energy and stamina and brain power. And I don't have to constantly rely on eating sweet potatoes and pineapple and crazy fruit filled smoothies like I once did when I first started paleo. But yeah, I'm really loving this whole keto for women movement. And it's really fun to watch it take off.
0: It's funny you mentioned the brain benefits. I'm looking at this placard over on my wall. My brain loves ketones because they do they <laughs> really do. Well, Kara, you have quite the inspirational story. Uh, you actually became an NTP last spring. Is that right?
3: Oh, well, I mean, oh, man, that's hard oh, to think I'm about. No, I just spot, graduated. <laughs> yeah, like I said, brain, morning brain. I don't know if those ketones are I want to say you graduated
0: <laughs> last spring, but yeah, it. it's it not like been thinking, a long time it, ago.
3: It was in June, this June,
0: Oh, was it this June? June? Oh, so you just graduated. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were in the class right before Christine started.
3: Yes, okay, cool. yes
0: well, welcome and and congratulations on doing such a great job on low- carb conversations. But let's get to your co-host. This is a lady. I've actually been in her house a couple of times and uh, slept in the in the basement. she She put me down there and <laughs> just kidding, Leah. Leah Williamson. That's where I
2: store all the low-carb people. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Her name is Leah Williamson. She actually lives on a very steep driveway. You know, you you get up in it, and it's like, okay, don't fall down the hill, but just kidding.
1: Um,
0: But in Australia, I've done a couple of, uh, or actually three times, I've gone to Australia now to do a speaking tour, and this last year, uh, the the first low-carb cruise that you guys did with Australia. Tell us your story, Leah, because you've got a neat one as well with uh, two little munchkins at home. Tell us about uh, how you found nutrition and how it's helped you.
2: Yeah, well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, so all my life I suffered with digestion issues and weight gain and weight fluctuation. And, you know, I had I was so fatigued. I was tired just constantly all the time. And that was before I had children. And so I just just couldn't think of uh, living this way all the time. I just felt so terrible. So I Thought that I might go and join a CrossFit box because at the time everybody was doing CrossFit, and I thought, oh yeah, I'm going to go did down there and I'll. You say
0: enjoying CrossFit? <laughs> I don't think anybody goes no, into it yeah. going to enjoy CrossFit.
2: <laughs> yeah, actually, I did really enjoy it. Oh, and good. When yeah, when I got there though, they were really focused on the nutrition side of the lifestyle as well as doing the exercise, which was a real eye opener for me and. I, they put me on a, you know, paleo-style kind of diet, and they introduced me to all these people that had like wolves in their name, and I was like, "Well, the caveman died and there's wolves, and you know." But it ended up being Rob Wolf, and <laughs> uh, in their stuck name. in. Yeah. <laughs> <Ow>! <laughs> and I got stuck into uh, doing that, and within the first couple of weeks, I just felt fantastic i just had so much more energy my digestion was clearing up and so i ran home to my husband and i was like right we're going to do this paleo diet and he's like oh great another and he's diet he's
0: naturally thin you guys he is not yeah o- overweight and as far as i know didn't have any health issues so yeah i could see that he'd be skeptical
2: that's right he's like the perfect health um, but we hate maybe just
1: like a little that.
2: <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> and uh, so He was kind of like, oh, yeah, great. But he goes, being the supportive husband that he really is, he said, okay, well, I'll give it a go as well. And he found within a couple of weeks he had heaps of energy as well. And so he was like, this is really a great lifestyle to live. And that's when we kind of adopted it for all of us. And at the time I had my son and we transitioned him over as well and I ended up losing 30 kilos which I'm not quite sure what that is in pounds someone might have to do the conversion um and just clearing up a lot of my health issues oh, and feeling pounds. 65 pounds It's pretty and significant just- <laughs> Yeah. And I just had so much more energy and was able to keep up with a busy toddler and just enjoy life again, where I was feeling like I was just going with the motions before. I also have Hashimoto's, uh, underactive thyroid condition, autoimmune, and it really helped with me controlling those autoimmune issues as well. And then I happened to go and see a man or, by, by the name of Jimmy Moore, who was touring Australia for the first time, and I was sitting in the audience, and he was telling people that you know we had to get this the word out, get the get the movement out and tell people if you've had great success with this dietary changes. And I thought, yeah, I can do that. So I started a blog called Brisbane Paleo Family and i uh, helped create the brisbane paleo group meetup and yeah we just started out with 10 people for like just a little coffee kind of catch up and everyone went around and told these most amazing stories of how their life had changed just from changing their diet and that's when i just knew that this is something that i had to pursue and it's just gone on from there and over the years it's been quite a few years now so over the years the group has just grown and grown we've got over a thousand members we do all different kinds of meetups That's and
0: amazing
2: yeah and then i just decided that i needed to do something more with it all and i followed my passion and studied with the nutritional therapy association and that you're was one just, of the first students uh, there right sec- yeah i was the second australian group to go oh, through uh,
0: forgive me second <laughs>
2: well the first group got gray graham but i got kathy eason so I was. hey that's all right you got
0: you got some all-stars
2: yeah that's right and now you're are you
0: teaching it now so i'm a group
2: leader now so i go back and help with the class so yeah i'm doing the brisbane 2017 class now hi to all my students they're so awesome i love seeing them all the time and then i'm going to be uh doing melbourne which is the enrollment's just opened up now and it's closing in September.
0: Melbourne is the city, two cities down from Brisbane, for those aren't familiar with Australia. Just past yeah, Sydney right. and then Melbourne.
2: That's right, yeah. yeah. it's all so the it's same a of And you have to
0: fly <laughs> everywhere. In Australia, you literally have to hop on a plane. You can't, you can't drive very easily anyway, except for like Brisbane to the Gold Coast. I think you can do Melbourne to Sydney by car, but yeah, everybody flies everywhere in Australia.
2: Much easier to fly,
0: yeah. And we won't talk about how hard it is to get to Perth. That's like going East Coast, West Coast, United States. It's a long flight, but it's worth it to get out there, so. And that's the 10 right. deadliest snakes in the world are all in Australia. Congratulations. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you have <laughs> and spiders, sp- I hear. Spiders, yeah.
2: That's spiders,
0: right. <laughs> and kangaroos, and scorpions, and yeah, they're, yeah. And don't
2: forget about those drop bears.
0: And, it's, and uh, we're not trying to discourage people from going to Australia. Just realize <laughs> these things are true. Actually, in the livable areas, I've never seen any of those things.
2: So. <laughs> no, it's it's all rumors. I do record the podcast from the bathroom, though, and every now and then I'll have a huntsman spider. And if anyone wants to Google huntsman spiders, there's quite a few videos on YouTube. My son loves to watch those. Yeah, And they're pretty oh, big and pretty wow. scary, but they don't hurt you.
0: So. Really? So like a tarantula. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's kind of big and hairy like that, yes. but it yeah. Do tarantulas hurt you? These these uh, don't hurt you. They can hurt
0: you. They can bite you. I think. Anyway, we're yeah, off right. the rails here. How did you find? <laughs> how did you find low carb from Paleo?
2: Yeah, so over the years, I've just been experimenting a bit more. I noticed at the start, my Paleo diet was full of Paleo treats, and having kids, it's easy to kind of swap out those kind of foods that you once had as treats and just turn them into paleo treats and but over the years we kind of you know lessen those down and then I found that after having my daughter I didn't feel quite so fantastic again and I think you know after having two children will do that to you anyway oh, yeah. lack of sleep but uh, I just felt like I didn't feel as vibrant as I once did when I first started the paleo diet. So over the last few years, I've been playing around a bit more with that. I've had a bit of adrenal fatigue and had to overcome that. And then I had a bit of a um, intestinal kind of bacteria overgrowth, which I had to deal with that. And then just recently, we've come across Sean Minar's Fat-Burning Female Project, which is being amazing and I can say for the first time ever I've actually been in ketosis and consistently so I'm pretty happy with that.
0: Nice. One of the hottest products to hit the ketogenic market in years is Real Good Pizza. Visit realgoodfoods.com and be sure to use the coupon code JIMMY. You'll get free shipping and 10% off your order. So what is Real Good Pizza? It's a pizza that's made out of a crust of chicken breast and Parmesan cheese. And they also recently launched a brand new breakfast pizza offering in bacon and sausage flavors. They're also, get this you guys, in two thousand kroger family grocery stores nationwide again it's called real good pizza go to realgoodfoods.com enter the coupon code jimmy at checkout and you'll get 10 percent off and free shipping real good pizza We all know how important fat is on a ketogenic diet. So it's time to meet the keto gang at PureIndianFoods.com. Pure Indian Foods has 12 delicious fats and oils for your healthy low-carb, high-fat, ketogenic lifestyle. So what is grass-fed ghee, you ask? I'm glad you asked. It's also known as clarified butter and is a fabulous source of fat-soluble vitamins like vitamins A, D, and K2. It's an excellent omega-3 to omega-6 ratio of less than 2. It is extremely low in polyunsaturated fats and as such is a perfect cooking fat. It literally you guys smells just like buttered popcorn. Pure Indian Foods is a 5th generation family owned ghee business and now they have 12 different varieties and flavors for your healthy ketogenic lifestyle. So meet the whole keto gang at pureindianfoods.com and be sure to use the coupon code JIMMY at checkout and you'll get 10% off your first order. Pure Indian foods. Listen up everyone. I finally found a way around all those long grocery store lines. It's called personal trainer food. Visit jimmyketo.com and you can learn all about this great keto friendly meal delivery service and they make some really amazing foods, you guys. You can skip the grocery store. They have a huge menu of foods to choose from that are all your favorites. It's fast, easy, tastes great, and will help you stick to your low-carb lifestyle. Use the coupon code LLVLC at checkout and you'll get $200 off any 28-day program. Again, visit JimmyKeto.com and you'll save some serious cash. Best of all, you'll have all of your personal trainer food while everyone else has to wait in line at the grocery store. Personal trainer food. What's interesting about Australia, Leah, to to me, is it seems like the terms paleo and low-carb, and this will be a great springboard for us to start a discussion, Kara, so you chime in too, but it seems like paleo and low-carb are almost interchangeable in Australia, because you've got some very famous people like Pete Evans, who's a famous uh, celebrity chef there, who calls what he does paleo, but you look at it and it's pretty darn low carb, high fat, even dare say sometimes ketogenic. And so is that by design or because here in America, you say paleo, it's a tea totally different thing than oh yeah, low carb is.
2: Yeah, i I can't say there's a huge difference between all of them. I think it's more like that anything other than the standard Australian diet, which is, you know, very much similar to the American standard diet. We just kind of lump that into the bucket of low carb and then you just choose which way of that bio-individually works for you. And I guess because we're maybe smaller communities here, we need to all get together and form together to kind of get up against the government and those Regulations, Because
0: you've been a part of the whole low-carb down-under movement that Dr. Rod Taylor has been putting on. You guys have regular conferences, and I'll hear those, those terms used interchangeably, uh, low-carb and paleo. But Leah, here in America, you say paleo. A lot of the low-carb keto people almost shudder a little bit and go, Oh, I don't eat sweet potatoes, and I don't use maple syrup and honey. And it's a totally different um, subset, I suppose, um, than... It's just a subset of low carb, or low carbs a subset of paleo.
3: Yeah, well, people too. completely freak out.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, let's America.
3: Let's... I was saying in America over here, people completely freak out. It's almost yeah. like paleo and low carb are butting heads almost. Which
0: is weird. And
3: yeah, paleo. Cousins, and keto. <laughs> yeah, they really are. In my opinion, I think paleo is a low carb diet, but I think it's been turned into something that it was not originally intended to be like Leah said, she was eating a bunch of paleo treats and whatnot. Um, I think that's kind of what paleo has turned into. It's just, they're trying to sub out, different foods for what we were used to when eating a standard American diet like the cookies and the cakes but even keto is you know some parts of that is going that way there's always going to be people that create paleo and keto treats but it's kind of saturated the market over here
0: I feel like. Well that's what I was going to say was I I think uh, you know any good movement that kind of gets traction and and gets Google searches which right now keto is ruling the roost on that one and a couple years ago it was paleo uh, you know is always going to kind of attract the the people wanting dollar signs sadly um, but I think that's where people that are leaders in this community like you guys and like me and others stand up and say all right here's what's legit and here's what's too legit to quit you know you got to just figure out what those things are you like i threw an mc hammer reference in there yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it, it's Which you're
2: very good at rapping
0: <laughs> at seven thirty yeah. in the morning too so uh so uh, oh that's right yes i i i could do mc hammer right now no we won't do that it's way too early to <laughs> karaoke but um so we we have this whole you have to keep companies accountable and we saw this happen with the atkins company uh, you know, probably 10, 15 years ago, Caro, where, yeah, everybody and their mama was coming out with some low-carb Atkins product, so that is a clear and present danger, but even those who kind of adhere to just the real food version of paleo, well, I can have all the sweet potatoes I want, I can have maple syrup, and, you know, on and on and on, and the low-carb keto community just looks at that and goes, I don't know what to do with that, that's not keto.
3: It's so true, and even people that are going paleo, now there's this misconception that, like you said, you can't eat sweet potatoes all day long. You can eat, like, shakes with two bananas and a whole cup of strawberries and be okay, and I see this. Um, in my job working with people, they're like, I've been paleo for a year, but I just, I don't feel very good still. It, it doesn't work for me. And then we go back through their food journal and their diary and they're eating like three sweet potatoes a day, like three servings of fruit. They have paleo treats here and there. They're on the yes and- list. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, "Yeah, but everything's paleo, it's grain-free, but they don't understand that that insulin response, their blood sugar, it's just completely out of whack, knocking their hormones out, their gut health is off because it's just a pure carbohydrate diet, and we really have to work on tailoring it for the individual. Um, They need more fat in the diet, for sure.
0: And and Leah, I think this is where paleo dropped the ball somewhat, is they could have embraced the keto message at least for that subsection of the insulin resistant population who was following their diet and say, "Hey, look, here is here is a way to do paleo and do it well for your condition, insulin resistance and other conditions." Um, and and so it's called keto, and you can add like I tell people, I do primalio ketogenic. So I still yeah, have a little dairy, that. so that's the primal, paleo for the real food, and keto for the for the obvious reasons. So I think they missed an opportunity to continue what, what was so white hot a couple of years ago, and now keto is kind of doing its own thing.
2: Yeah, that's totally – and is it the end goal out of all of it just to be, become fat adapted because that's where, you that's know, right. the the glory happens? You know, just to be fat adapted is the end goal of all of these, but we kind of lost track – with that especially in the paleo community it all became about the treats and the money and everything like that and i just hope that well you can see it's happening with keto as well right at well, the moment yeah
0: sadly what i saw with paleo it, it was a bunch of younger people who were into bodybuilding which is great i think that's awesome the CrossFitting community kind of embraced paleo but then some people would come into the paleo community and didn't have that desire to do that. And so those people were kind of left fledgling for a few years trying to figure out, all right, who's who's going to be there to support me through this journey? And that's why they left paleo and, and now are embracing keto. That's my theory. Anyway.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and that's true. And I love your talk you've been doing for a little while now about why can't paleo and keto just get along? Is that what it's titled? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and we should all take, you know, I think we should all get together and make this movement awesome and just recognize that there's bio-individual, you know, aspects of it or in everything. So, let's all be friends.
0: Yep. I would sing, but it's too early in the morning. My, my voice isn't woken <laughs> oh, up yet. Oh, Jimmy, <laughs>
2: I've, like, I've tried to prompt you like t-
0: two you, times Yeah, you prompted me four times. Sing this yeah.
3: song. <laughs> Why we I want to sing.
0: There we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. So... <laughs> um, So, Kara, we we see conferences like Paleo FX still out there. We see the Ancestral Health Symposium. And now we have all these great low-carb conferences like the Low-Carb Down Under in Australia and Low-Carb USA and Low-Carb Breckenridge and the Low-Carb Cruise. And we're actually about ready to do our very first keto uh, cruise for the first time. So we have all of these kind of conferences for people to go to. You know, how do, how do you distinguish if someone contacts you and says, hey, I've heard about this paleo conference. I heard about this keto conference. How do you help clients who might say, hey, I want to attend one of those. Which one should I attend?
3: That's a good question because I still have to figure out which ones I want to attend. Whoa, uh, there's so many. <laughs> yeah, there's so many like KetoCon that yes. is coming up, um, Paleo FX. And I personally just think the Nutritional Therapy Association, their conference, yes. it was amazing. And I recently just got into going to conferences That's myself. I think not right? even right? Yes, and it completely changed my life, even though I thought I was going to go there and that I would kind of already know everything that they were talking about. That's like the worst mindset to go into a conference <laughs> with, by the way. don't.
0: I don't know everything, like, yes.
3: Yeah, I'm like, I already know about gut health, like blah, blah, blah. And I just sat through these talks and was absolutely amazed with the information that I learned. It completely just changed my life yeah. and kind of reignited my spark to committing myself to having optimal health again. And Really, I just recommend if you can get to the Nutritional Therapy Association conference, like, absolutely, absolutely go. They
0: are have those open to the public or just NTPs?
3: Yes, they are open to the public, right, Leah?
2: I believe they are. Yeah, I'm not quite sure, but I'm planning on heading over there in March next year for well, the conference
0: as well. So, well, Christine and I, in fact, they, they've they asked me to possibly speak there, so I might be giving a talk on Woo-hoo. fasting yes. or something. So, we'll <laughs> We'll see.
2: Yes. and Awesome. We'll have a big party. There you go.
0: Yeah. A karaoke party.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, we've still got a date to do some vanilla ice wrapping. There you go.
0: That's right. Yeah. Ding, 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 (laughs) ding, ding. Sorry. So (laughs) we've gone a little off the rails again. But again, I love that because when I know people, we have a good time. So So, um, low-carb conversations. Let's talk about that for a second, Leah, because when I plop this in your lap, I think you were a little excited.
2: (laughs) I was a little excited. Actually, when I saw you send the email out saying, you know, who wants to give it a go? I was kind of like, I do. I really do. I really, really do. But this is kind of scary also because I've never (laughs) podcasted before. Um, So, I went through all those emotions. But, yeah, I'm so thankful that you gave this opportunity to us. It's just been so amazing. And I love speaking. And I love speaking to all these people that we get to speak to and we have such interesting conversations. Cara and I always say um, like to the guests, we've just written like three pages of information based on what you've said there. Like we're just learning so much from our guests. It's just amazing. And so, yeah, it's just been a great opportunity. And then meeting Kara, like, you know, you did a pretty good job pairing us up there, Jimmy, like we don't didn't it know was each dumb other. Luck.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. How did you do that? You never know if you're going to, you know, like somebody that you get randomly paired up with, but it's so have has to like been them. Great. Yeah, and, and it's funny we're because we're in different we're, stages of our lives. Totally. Exactly. We're different ages and different stages of our lives. Um, yeah, but uh, we you're still you're not married
0: different. or have children, right, Kara?
3: No none of the above i'm still trying to she she said it it in such a way that's
0: like uh not even close dude
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) no
2: she gets to hear all my stories and she hears the kids barging in while we're in the middle
3: of recording so she's like
2: she's like one more more year i'll
0: wait (laughs) one more year i'll wait one more
1: yeah
3: that's right it's really entertaining though i love all of her stories and it's the opportunity of this podcast has been just incredible because, like Leah said, we've talked to some really cool people that I don't think I would have ever been able to talk to if I didn't start a podcast like what Leah's saying Rob Wolf, Mark Sisson. I've met like endless Australian nutritionists, and um, I've also had the opportunity to go on some other people's podcasts as well. And I know, Leah, yes. you have too. So, It's been just a completely eye-opening experience, and yeah, I think we're both really grateful
0: for it, for sure. Well, you're on someone else's podcast now, so there you go.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, it's just so normal now that, you know, you forget that you're on a podcast.
0: Well, and it's funny because hearing you two talk to each other, you can tell that you're in good cahoots as co-hosts. Um, and I've had a few co-hosts with Low Carb Conversations and with Keto Talk and, and other projects that I've done. So uh, you're so right. You have to have that chemistry. People just think you just get behind the microphone and boom, the magic happens. And no, it doesn't. Podcasting is a little harder than that.
2: <laughs> that's right. It is a little harder than what you realize. And you know what the other thing that is hard? And we we don't do it as people hardly at all anymore. And it's listen, like really listening. I think I spend a lot of time just actively listening to what the guests are saying and yes. writing down their words. And that takes a lot of brain power.
0: You know, when I Thanks. first started podcasting, I was writing out questions and having that list in front of me ready to go. And it, it, I sounded like a crazy robot. Of course, this was 12 years ago when I started Um and now when I come on, like I came on before we came on the air, you guys, I said, I don't think you guys sent me anything about who you are. So let's just talk. And so this whole episode has just been me talking to two good friends and and, and it works. I think that's more natural because then, you, you, like you said, Leah, you have to listen really carefully to what they're saying and, and grasp it all and then disseminate information from there.
3: Yeah, that's right. It has totally so what, what, improved my listening skills, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> well, and that helps you to become a, a better NTP, Kara, because if you can listen on a podcast to somebody like a Rob Wolf or a Mark Sisson, which by the way, that's A listers, you guys. Good job. I don't usually get I didn't usually get A listers for low carb conversations. So <laughs> kudos to you guys for, for getting big names like that. How would you like to test your blood ketones for just $1 per strip? Join the Keto Clarity Club at bestketonetest.com for the Keto Mojo blood ketone and blood glucose testing and join the club to get $1 strips when purchased in vials of 50. You get to choose how often that they will ship to you and you'll still get that $1 price per strip. And while you're at bestketonetest.com, make sure you get the meter and we also have glucose strips sold in vials of 50, and you'll get five dollars off with the coupon code Jimmy. There's also the Ketonian Special Kit, which allows you to get the meter, lancet, as well as a starter pack of blood ketone test strips. Again, it's bestketonetest.com for the Keto Mojo blood ketone and blood glucose testing. Bestketonetest.com. Are you ready to take your ketogenic lifestyle to the next level? Go to energizemyhealth.com where you will learn all about the Beamer Therapy for your health. Now, I feel so fortunate to have discovered this life-changing technology and I feel compelled to share it with all my fellow ketonians and fasters out there. This technology could very well change the face of modern medicine as we know it. So what is Beamer Therapy? Beamer Therapy consists of exposing the body to low-level Pulsed electromagnetic fields. Think of these magnetic fields as sound waves that permeate through every cell in the body. These magnetic signals are delivered by way of a full body mat and several focused applicators. While there are several systems on the market currently, each one touting the benefits of their unique waveforms and frequencies, the most important thing to consider when choosing among them is proof of efficacy. And not only does Beamer hold five worldwide patents on their proven technology but the Beamer has also been shown in a blind study to be far superior to the rest of the competition. Beamer enhances blood flow, oxygen supply, cardiac function, physical fitness, strength, and stamina, concentration, mental acuity, stress reduction, relaxation, sleep management, and so much more. Again, go to energizemyhealth.com to get all the full details about Beamer and get your Beamer today. It's, it's one of those things that, uh, yeah, you just get better and better and better. And it's going to improve other areas of your um, of what you're doing with your NTP. I can tell you, I became a better speaker because I podcasted. Uh, and, in fact, the very first time I ever gave a public talk was in Melbourne, Australia in 2012. Uh, and I, Lea, wow. I think, Leah, you were there. Maybe you were in Brisbane. But anyway. Oh, I was heard, in
2: Brisbane, you yeah. You heard
0: one of my first ones that I ever did and it was because this podcast helped me to hone that skill a little bit so just know that everything that you do with low-carb conversations is going to have transferable skills into what you're doing now with your NTP care
3: yeah, yeah. I totally noticed all of those improvements as well and as an NTP my practice I work for a functional medicine doctor it's actually all online it's all over Skype so I already feel like I'm Podcasting there in a way because we all podcast over Skype. There you go. But yes, it has helped me with clients and just in life in general. I'm typically a very reserved, more quiet person. Um, I'm still kind of that way, but it's really helped to bring me out of my shell. But I It doesn't like come podcasting. across. Let's put it that way. It doesn't oh, good. come across. <laughs> oh, good. I feel like podcasting is just taking off. Like, completely and it's going to take over the world here soon when it comes to information
0: i've been doing this so long i don't even think about it like being bigger now than it was then but yes it's a lot bigger now than it was in 2006 when i started well that's fine well go ahead leah
2: well, I was just going to say it's also improved my skills definitely on the video as well because the other day I did an open house for the Nutritional Therapy Association and I interviewed a lot of people and you can see the video it's up on the web on the Facebook Live page and yeah I went around interviewing people and I was I had to stop myself from saying welcome to the show
0: because <laughs> I- <laughs> And we'll like, be right back hello, after this message.
2: That's right. We're just going to talk to another uh, student here. Welcome to the show. Oh, no, I can't say that. I'm actually, yeah. So, no, but it was re- <laughs> really Welcome great.
0: Welcome to the because,
2: Leah show. Yeah. Yeah, that's right.
0: That's funny. Well, we've mentioned it a few times, and I think they're worthy of giving a plug to the nu- the Nutritional Therapy Association, NTA. They're the ones that have this educational program that teaches people to become NT. Is it C's is the just the ones that give the nutritional education and then NTP is the nutritional therapy practitioner that actually do the functional exam and push on places of the body that makes me scream when Christine pushes those things. So. Yeah, she. I'm going to be her practice client here as she goes into the final exams here in the next uh, couple of months or so. So she's like, I'm going to I'm going to do the functional exam, the full functional exam, like four times on you. I'm like, N- just don't touch those two spots that, you know, I go through the roof when you touch them. <laughs> You're going
3: to be so sore.
0: <laughs> exactly. Especially the, with the palpitations when she got back from midterm, she had bruises like near her chest area where they had palpitated so much. So did I. Yes. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I uh, think that's name- pretty
2: common and she's. I was going to say, she's lucky that you are actually, uh, you know, receiving it very well. My husband was just like, "Eh, I can't feel anything. (laughs) That's a (laughs) nothing. I was like, I'm like, okay, who am I going to practice on then?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the name of the website for the Nutritional Therapy Association, nutritionaltherapy.com. So if you want to check it out. And a lot of people ask this question, Kara, they say, well, is it keto friendly? And, And I always tell them you learn about healthy fats and you learn Um, about the proper uh, nutrition. You learn about things like bone broth and and other fermented foods that I don't really hear talked about a lot within the low-carb keto circles. So it can be a great adjunct to someone who does practice keto and wants to help integrate some of the principles that you learn in this with your clients.
3: It's an amazing tool if you want to practice keto and integrate that into your practice. They're not, it's not fat-phobic, whatsoever we talk about the importance of healthy fats pretty much the whole entire way through the program it's ingrained in your brain by the time you leave there that you need fat in your diet but it teaches you a little bit more it kind of gives you the tools to make sure that your ketogenic diet is nutrient dense that's super important that you're not just eating straight fat And protein that you're really getting a nutrient dense ketogenic diet. It provides you tools to customize your ketogenic diet for yourself and for your clients through the functional evaluation process, because some people may need more supplementation than others. And that's really what the functional evaluation kind of helps you determine is what kind of nutritional imbalances or deficiencies are you going through and how can we support your body? So if you are looking to really optimize your ketogenic diet, either for yourself or for your clients, it's one of the best um, education like systems to really go through that I've seen because it's a lot more objective And it doesn't have like a certain agenda of being, oh, a a vegan program, a plant-based program. It's just, it's more bio-individual. It recognizes that everybody has their own needs. So I recommend it. Yeah.
0: And hallelujah for bio-individuality teaching, Leah, because I think too many, even the registered dietitian program, you know, several people in Christine's class, I want to say like three or four of them said... I was going to register registered dietitian school for six months, and I couldn't stomach it anymore. And that's why I switched to the NTA.
3: That was me. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Yeah, I think that's so true. Yeah, so true. And even, I think, registered dietitians out there, even if they are... You know, looking at optimizing what they're doing, they can do that on top of it, and they can be really powerful with what they've learned underneath. But yeah, such a such a great program. You don't even need to have had any study whatsoever prior to doing it. You can just jump right in, and it's just you know, it's. I thought I knew a lot about nutrition. I did not even know <laughs> the iceberg. <laughs> it really opened my eyes to so much more out there, and. Yeah, it's just amazing, and I couldn't recommend it more.
0: Well, and here's the thing: I think a lot of people they start by they just kind of noodle around online and, and search for things about nutrition. Then they start, you know, watching YouTube videos, and then they start listening to podcasts, and then they start actually reading uh, the Big Fat Surprise by Nina Teicholz, which is in the required re- reading for the, the NTA. And, and and so it's a progression, and then you start getting really nerdy and start using words like gluconeogenesis and glycolysis yeah. and uh, what was that one that christine always uses that i go if i hear that again i'm going to scream <laughs> i should make like a drinking game i'm trying to f- remember what it was anyway it's 7:30 yeah. in the morning i can't remember but so uh you know you have all of this information that people progress through people are listening to this podcast right now and go okay a lot of what you just said is over my head but i'm still learning then there's other people that go yawn i've known this for years so it's it's fun to kind of see people where they are on their journey
2: yeah, definitely. And yeah, for me, it was just like I you know, I was walking around going, I know there are all, all there is to know about paleo, but yeah, I did not know anything about nutrition until I started studying there. And then the functional evaluation is just a whole nother level on top of that. Just getting that immediate feedback from the body uh, to know what nutrient deficiencies you may have is just so powerful. And I don't it know, is. yeah, anyone else that does anything else like that that's just so so powerful and watching uh you know your client have that improvement in that instant by putting that real food supplement in their mouth and retesting that point again and seeing the change in their body just by them having some real food that nutrient that they're lacking is just so powerful and amazing
3: (laughs) it really is and for me personally i i think um going through nutritional therapy association kind of broke me out of this dogmatic and like rule structure that I had with my diet. I was so closely associated with paleo. And I feel like there are a lot of people that are so closely tied to their label of being keto or being paleo that they're not willing to branch out and see if other things are going to work for them. Mm. And going through the NTA that broke all of my labels down and I started to actually listen to my body and try and understand what I need so do I actually need to be strict paleo or can I incorporate some things like sprouted grains, gasp, or like legumes, which I don't do but <laughs> I, I did try it because the NTA, they encourage you to experiment and to listen to your body and I think that's so empowering and more people should really be more aware of what's going on inside themselves instead of just getting online looking at okay on paleo i can only have this this and this so that's what i'm going to do forever um that's not a life that i want to live so just getting out there and trying to understand your body has been the biggest thing that i've learned and it helps with clients as well because clients don't want to be dogmatic either right Um, they want to have flexibility and freedom and it's about how we can get to that point so it's been great all
0: right i remembered the word that christine kept saying again and again and i wanted to make a drinking game out of it prostaglandin if she said Uh. that one more time i was just gonna be like all right i'm just gonna tip the bottle straight backwards i love
3: the prostaglandin
0: and i'm like okay yes hush (laughs) so tell us how go ahead
3: Sorry, I was just
2: going to say, just going back to what Kara was saying too, I think one of the reasons, well, one of the reasons I love our podcast, you know, Low Carb Conversations, is that because we go through and we debunk some of those articles that are out there that are claiming all these kind of health and nutrition, you know, wild claims out yes. there like, you know, what's good for you and what you should be doing. And it's so confusing for so many people out there. And we really try to drive that bio-individual message through that through that podcast we try and you know look at it from all the angles of whether this article really is great for you or is it sponsored by a big company and i think you know the more we talk about these things the more we get that message out there the more that people will be able to really look what their body needs rather than being told what their body needs
0: and i'm so glad that you guys kept up uh, keep up that format that uh, we started way back in i believe it was 2012 when we started low carb conversations and it was just on a whim that hey somebody should be talking about a lot of these headlines that are out there and providing good information uh, about the bad ones and reinforcing that yeah this is good stuff for the good ones so you guys still keep that going again it's at low carb conversations.com right guys
3: yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Yes. And so we've been listening to Kara Halderman and Leah Williamson. They are the co-hosts of That There podcast, and they're both NTPs. And so it's been a nice little conversation. I love when we kind of bounce all over the place, and that makes for enjoyable listening. And you guys do that a lot when you're on, too. I, I, I know we did a few uh, uh, wild goose chases along the way as well, and that's always fun to listen to. So thank you guys for being here today on the Livin' La Vida Low Carb Show. Coming up next time on the Live and La Vita Low Carb Show, we'll have an LLVLC show classic episode featuring Nina Taisholds. Get show notes for today's episode at the Live and, low carb and if you like what you hear, leave us a review at iTunes. Thanks for listening to the Live and Levita Low Carb Show. We'll see you next time. Disc of Light